Welcome to the ACOFP DO.FM Practice Management Podcast, a production of the American College of Osteopathic Family Physicians. Hello, and welcome to the DO.FM Podcast. This is Rob Petowitz, DO, FACOFP, Chair of the ACOFP Practice Management Committee, and it is my pleasure to introduce a fellow member of the committee, Linda Delo, DO, FACOFP, who will be sharing some helpful tips from her practice that hopefully you will be able to apply to your own day-to-day workflow. Hi, everyone, and thank you for that introduction. So I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about uh, how our practice uh, works to keep our patients coming back, make sure they don't get lost to follow-up, and also improve our revenue and improve workflow. So I have about nine or 10 little thingies of tidbits to share with you guys, and I hope that uh, some of these will be helpful for you. So the number one most important thing I think that we've all been capable, done in the past that loses patients is when they leave, we put at the end of our soap note for a follow-up, PRN. Uh, It is my practice never to use the word PRN. It's either already scheduled, follow-up in six months, follow-up in one year, whatever that follow-up is. And my front staff is trained that if the physician or the provider uh, checked, let that patient go to the front desk for the checkout and there is no required, no follow-up appointment made or when they are needed to come back, they're to send a message back to the provider asking when that patient should be seen. Um, We've all been guilty of that PRN, but this is how patients get lost. So even if that patient comes in just for a cold, I'm looking to see when are they due for their annual physical or when are they due for a follow-up on their blood pressure if it was high or whatever. And there's always going to be some kind of a notation as to when I want to see them. And that way also when they request a refill, I can go back to the last note and say, oh, wait a minute, this patient was supposed to follow up in two months. It's now six months. We've got to get them into our office. And then at the same time, if that patient gets scheduled for their follow-up, there must be a mechanism to track the no-shows and the canceled appointments. So if someone cancels an appointment or doesn't show up, someone must follow up with a phone call or reminder. We use a lot of what we call actions or reminders, alerts, uh, maybe to call that patient back in a couple of weeks to schedule. And same thing, if someone has a follow-up, maybe they're a healthy person and I don't need to see them for six months, we'll ask them at the front desk, do you wanna schedule now? Would you like me to call you in five months to schedule to be seen in six months? And if they that's the case, we create that action or that tickler alert in the uh, computer so that when five months comes, there's a note and, and an action for our front desk to call and make that person an appointment. And again, those canceled appointments are really important as well. And that could be a liability. If a patient cancels an appointment, let's say a lab test came back that was abnormal. The patient has an appointment in two days. So you choose not to call. You're going to discuss the results when they follow up with you. And then they don't come for that appointment or they canceled it. If they didn't get rescheduled and you as a provider didn't know that important uh, 
result may not be uh, given to the patient and it could lead to a liability. So the PRNs and the follow-ups, cancellations and no-shows, I think is probably the single most important thing to keep pa patients coming back and not miss things that are important. And again, uh, would be the scheduling of annual physical exams. Uh, these are extremely important to track as well. So when someone comes for their annual physical exam, again, we're creating an alert or a tickler. So we know when they're due for it the next time. So when they do come in for their cold, maybe five months later, if everything is fine, we just tell them, okay, fine, we'll, we'll see you then in February for your annual physical again. And those annual physicals are extremely important because if you're uh, in an ACO type of a thing, uh, this is how patients get assigned to your, your practice. And it is the time when uh, we can do the quality metrics and make sure that their blood pressure is controlled, they're up to date on their colonoscopy, their mammography, and all of those important things that are needed. Uh, and this is, again, what improves the revenue and returns. Prescription refills, okay, we all, I, these are just killer for all of us, I think probably at the end of the day is filling those prescription refills. And there may be some benefit to setting some protocols uh, on certain things, like maybe if a patient is on uh, a statin drug for a while and it's been working well, you may choose to go ahead and refill for a year. Same thing with, with thyroid medications. But uh, in other cases with blood pressure, you might want to only give them six months. And that way, when that refill request comes in, I know, okay, I only gave them six months because I probably, they're due for a follow-up. Front staff can be trained to look and see what the last note said as to when they were supposed to follow up if they're not scheduled or if they canceled or whatever. And then again, we can capture that patient so that the only refills really coming in are the ones that that patient should be getting when they come for their appointment. And this is also very important because now with the new coding, uh, the, the moderate complexity goes up when you are filling prescriptions at the appointment. So you're gonna get paid based on those refills and continuing those particular prescriptions. So again, you can use your refills as another way to trigger when that patient should be following up and be seen again. Now, if you have a patient that's very good, they do exactly what you tell. I mean, many of my patients have been coming to me for 20 years. I know which ones are gonna follow up like they're supposed to follow up for their diabetes and their blood pressure management. And in those cases, if things are stable and doing well, I'll go ahead and do the year prescription when they come in because I know they're gonna keep their follow-up. But if there's any question, the refill can be the way to get those patients coming back and not be lost to follow-up. It's also crucial that your front desk update insurance and contact information when patients check in. Um, and that goes back also with that insurance and prior authorizations. Um, I'm gonna do a whole little section here about vaccines, but let me go ahead first with some other things to keep our patients coming back and scheduled to help improve workflow and revenues. So if you're like many of us doing family practice, we do pre-op clearances. Um, we know that a patient may be going into the hospital. Now, obviously it may be an outpatient, 
procedure, but if a patient is going in uh, that has multiple problems and is expecting maybe a hip replacement or something, and you're doing a pre-op clearance, if you know when they're scheduled to go in and expected to come out of the hospital, I always try to educate that patient that we want them to contact us as soon as they get home um, so that we can make sure that all their questions are answered on their medications. And then also, if we know they're gonna be discharged on May 5th, we may wanna go ahead and set them up for a follow-up appointment that week or later that week, maybe May 10th or May, tw May 12th, so that we're getting them in for their hospital discharge follow-up visits. Again, good revenue, good medicine, take care of the patients, make sure that they understand and, and get everything they need post-operatively uh, when they get home. Most of our uh, EMRs or medical record systems have alerts, actions, and reminders. Uh, it is crucial to use those. They work fabulous when you use them. And then uh, when you get those actions and reminders, you have different ways at our particular system. Uh, I, I can contact the patient via phone, via text message or email. And uh, if we can't get them and we need them to come back in, we, set, we do three times of phone calls or whatever we're doing. And if we don't hear back, then we send them a letter if it's something important. So again, you just need to have policies and procedures in place for your front staff and your physicians to set these follow-ups, follow up on the alerts and these reminders so that patients, again, don't get lost and, and lost to follow-up. We also use automated campaigns. Um, this is, again, if, you, if your system will allow you to have practice-specific and or patient-specific alerts. For instance, when a patient comes in and they've had uh, colon cancer screening. I've gotten that report that says they need a colon uh, colonoscopy repeated in three to five years or whatever it is. I'll go ahead and put that alert in right when I get that information. Or they've had a bone density with osteoporosis and I've started them on a bisphosphonate or a bone density treatment. Um, then I want to repeat that bone density in one year, I'll put an alert in my system so that when they come in for their follow-up or their annual physical, I can click right down and see those specific patient alerts and get them scheduled uh, accordingly to, and we don't miss things. We also use uh, campaigns, automated campaigns and phone calls and social media such as Facebook to remind our patients that we have our flu vaccines available and that they may want to schedule to come in or they may walk in during certain times, et cetera. Uh, we've done that also for our other vaccines such as the Gardasil vaccines where we targeted based on uh, ages to uh, let them know that they needed the Gardasil. Uh, when you have vaccines that are on a schedule, again, that follow-up is extremely important. If you've given them the Shingrix today and you know you want them to come back in two to six months, go ahead and ask that patient, when is it gonna be convenient for you to come back? And go ahead and make that appointment when, before they leave to come back in two or three months to get that shingle shot. Maybe you're going to have them get the bone density that's due at the same time or their flu shot and their shingle shot together. But you can always put what they're coming in for and get that scheduled in advance 
So it's less work. They're in the office, they get it, they put it in their phone, and then they're gonna get the reminders, which is the other thing our patient, um, our, our software does do uh, voice reminders. We, 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 the system automatically calls patients to remind them of their appointments. We also have the text messaging and, and those sorts of things, which has been very, very helpful. Uh, we create reports for patients uh, also periodically. Uh, for instance, patients maybe that had a, a elevated blood pressure that haven't had a follow-up or been seen in three or four months or six months, or um, maybe if someone's doing a report for uh, A1Cs over eight that haven't been seen in four to six months, especially during our slower times in South Florida, the summer is a little slower than the winter. I guess it's the opposite up north. If you know that a certain month or two of the year is slower for you uh, in your practice, then that's an ideal time to do those kind of reports to find out who is an outlier, who might not have been uh, back that should have been back or, or had a test come back. So it's just another way to capture those lost patients. Uh, I usually uh, want my patients that have multiple medical conditions to be seen at least you know, every four to six months. So you have the ability to create a report that says maybe every patient with hypertension and diabetes that hasn't been in in six months, create that report. And then in your slow times, then people can go and call those patients to get them in for an appointment. And one last thing that we do at our office that I think has improved our vaccination rates and just patient compliance in general for testing, and that's pre-prior authorizations. Um, we do pre-visit planning. So when the patient is coming in, if we know they have not, for instance, had a, a, a Shingrix vaccination and they're of an age to get that, then we'll go ahead and check their insurance prior to them coming in to determine you know, what it will cost them. Sometimes it's free, sometimes it's the full cost, but that way the nurse can say, well, you know, before I even see that patient, you haven't had your shingle shot, uh, just want you to know uh, you're due for it and the cost to you will be $47. Is that something you're interested in or you'd like to discuss with the doctor or whatever? So that's been very helpful uh, doing those prior authorizations. And likewise, uh, we do other tests in our office and oftentimes cost is a barrier for patients. So if we can give them some idea of what it's going to cost at, right at the time, we're able to uh, proceed much quicker. Um, that pretty much wraps up a quick synopsis of what things we do in our practice to improve revenue and workflow. Remember those annual physicals are the time to meet those quality metrics. And number one, I still believe is probably never saying PRN for a follow-up appointment. Always know when you wanna see that patient back and document that. And I thank you for your time. I hope I shared something that will be of value to you and your patients and improve your workflow and uh, keeping patients coming back so we can take good care of them. Thank you. Thank you, Linda, for those great tips to streamline a practice and improve patient health while increasing revenues. On behalf of the Practice Management Committee, we appreciate you listening and look forward to sharing more podcast episodes with you in the future. The ACOFP DO.FM Practice Management Podcast is a production of the American College of Osteopathic Family Physicians. 
learn more about the ACOFP, please visit www.acofp.org. Interested in learning more about practice management resources from ACOFP? Visit the Resources tab at www.acofp.org where you'll find a practice management page with a number of helpful articles and links.